Welcome to the show. We're so glad you're here. Now let's have some fun. Yeah. Oh, April. Already? Yes, one quarter, one quarter of the year is over. Gotten past the first 90 days of my 2019 movie challenge and... And still going, still pushing through. Yeah. Still going strong. Still plugging yeah. along. I know I've been watching. Yeah. It's, uh, it's been interesting for sure. Overall. I mean, it's been very, you know, I, I would say I haven't had too many problems still finding stuff. I think some of it was financially. So like I, I shut, I actually discontinued my Netflix account for a little while mm-hmm. to save money. Because Amazon, my my Amazon Prime renewal isn't up until like July, so I've got a few uh, months to save up for that. There you go. Um, which sucks because now they're releasing a bunch of movies on Netflix I want to see. So I'm like, oh god. Ah. Um, but I got my taxes done. Yeah, I just yeah, I got them filed, so I got my refund finally. I was. Phew. It was interesting for I I, I wanted to point this out specifically with my taxes. It was interesting because I wasn't sure I was getting a refund originally. I don't think a lot of people were thinking they were going to be getting a refund. Well, here's well, here's the thing. Here's here's what happened because you know, after I moved here, I was unemployed for several months, and my current job does not offer health insurance, oh. so I basically was not covered for the last nine months of the year. Holy moly! And this was, and there was still a penalty under the Affordable Care Act for not having insurance. Ah, so and I I made too much money to qualify for Medicaid in Georgia, so. Um, so I kind of fell into this hole a little bit, but, and so I thought when I was doing my taxes originally, there was, I thought there was going to be a penalty. So I actually ended up owing like two or $300 to federal. I was getting, I was getting a refund from Arizona. Right. And then I owed Georgia like 20 bucks. Yeah. Something, something okay. small, which is good. Yeah. I'm glad. And it's always tricky to do it in multiple States too. So it's, it's always a little, yeah. Yeah. a little, a little weird. Um, so, but doing more research, I found out I was part of, well, here's the thing. The Republican Congress, one of the things they were able to do under the, to damage the Affordable Care Act was get rid of the individual mandate kind of. So what they did was they zeroed out the penalty, hmm. but it doesn't start until this tax year. Uh, so I was like, oh, <laughs> so I can't clear. <laughs> but however, well, here's the thing that a lot of people weren't aware of. Um, is that when you're filing your taxes, if you have a penalty for not having insurance, things like that, you can get an exemption from the penalty. Oh. Um, based on affordability, you know, like financial hardships, things like that. There are things you can do to actually get an exemption for that. And so I went through, I went through healthcare.gov. I went and took, you know, filled out a questionnaire. I was trying to see if it was viable, that kind of thing. And they were like, yes, you can, you would actually qualify under this. Uh-huh. And all I had to do was just claim it on my on my tax returns. There you go. Like I didn't have to file anything with uh with HHS or you know through the healthcare website, which is like great. Yeah. I mean, I have yeah. a plan now. It was started January of this year that I got through the exchanges, so I'm glad I have that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's one more thing for my budget. Like, uh, but right. Oh my god. Um, but I was glad for that. So that could drop. So that was like a six hundred dollar penalty came off of my. Oh, off of my boy. taxes. So I was able to get money back. Yeah. Which is good. And then for, I think I ended up getting like three, three fifty back or something. Okay. Altogether because I owed a lot to the tax software because it may be free to file federally. It's not for States. So uh, <laughs> that's where they get you is electronic e-filing on the States. Uh, um, which is ironic because a lot of States you can actually e-file directly with the department of revenue for like nothing. Uh, if you know how to do it. So right. I may, I may take up some study on that and figure out how to submit my own mm. tax return through the state next year. Do uh, I like tax act, but Oh man, they really just, they know how to stick the knife in you when they want to. Well, I saw, Twist. and there was a thing like, I don't have the money for it. So I just had them take it out of the refund, which huh. I don't normally do. Normally I have the money to pay for it up front. You know? Right. But I wanted to be very careful this year. So like, the audit defense and things like, you know, I bought some extra things just to protect myself just in case, because it was right. kind of a weird year tax wise. So right. Right. Next year it'll be fine. I'm not super sure. worried. Right. Uh, so I got that done. Um, nice. Yeah. Yeah. It feels um, good to have the taxes done. Uh, we just made ours today. Uh, yeah. I, and I, I, I bid fond farewell to my giant ass TV. 
Mm, you were uh, talking about that. I was sad to get, I was sad to sell it. I went to a good home. Good. Um, obviously I didn't get what I paid for it, but I get, I, I got close enough to what I was looking to get for it. So um, that was, sure. that's important. Uh, it was enough to get me over the hump last month financially in terms of paying bills and getting everything paid. And it was right. Just, while I was waiting right. for my, my refund to come in, I'm like, Oh, okay. So it was, it was just enough to get me over the hump. So that was, right. um, and I, I, like I hadn't been using it since I moved. I re, I don't regret buying it by any right. stretch. I regret yep. not using it more. Yeah. Um, but, and plus when you're streaming through the apps on the TV, that's more bandwidth because it's a higher resolution. Right. And since I have a data cap on my internet plan, I want to be very careful oh. about that because there's two of us and right. we're using it all the time. And there have been a couple months we've come really close to the cap. So it's like, I what happens when you hit the cap, they turn it off. Uh, no, they actually, well, they, they, they charge you. There's two things they, they do. They do charge overage. Huh. It's like, it's like an extra, you get like an extra few gigabytes for like X amount of dollars. It's not a huge mm-hmm. amount, right? but they also throttle your speeds. Not violently, but enough to be like, I don't think I want to. Noticeably. So, yeah. It's and so I was like, I always try to be super. And it's usually like we've, I think the closest we ever came was probably about eight or nine months ago where it was like right up to the line. Ooh. So, but I mean, I discontinued Hulu. I discontinued Netflix. I'm doing a few other things to kind of cut back a little bit. I mean, Hulu I shut down because I wasn't really watching a lot. Of, I'm trying to watch less TV and that's the result right. of the challenge. Like I said before, I'm watching less TV right. as a result, which is a good thing. Right. Um, and then, uh, let's see what else. Yeah. No, oh, well, obviously we had the show last weekend, which is why we didn't do this show. I had my last performance uh, for the the library shows that we were doing for the Atlanta Radio Theater Company. How'd that go? Uh, it went really well. It was another packed house. Nice. Uh, it was a very small room, though, so it wasn't that hard. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it was actually smaller than the other libraries we've been to, kind of, in sure. terms of size, because it was more rectangular. So it was right. So we were sitting on the on the the long, like we were staged on the long end, so it was a very shallow room. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no, we got a lot of compliments and it was good, good time. I was doing the show that I directed. I was in again, playing yet another part. Mm. Uh, cause somebody else, we had different cast cause some people weren't available and so right. changing things around and stuff, but it all worked out and went well. Good. Yay. Good. So now we're actually for the classwork we're doing, we're in the studio recording short, like five minute scripts and things that we, that we yeah. wrote and things so nice. starting that they're learning very quickly as those of us with voiceover experience know, it takes a lot longer to lay that stuff down sometimes in a studio than you might expect. <laughs> oh yes. Cause like me. these are five minute, these are scripts are no more than like five. They're no more than five pages. They're about five minutes each. Maybe a lot of them yep. are shorter than that. I think mine's only mine's like four and a half pages. I think it probably could be sure. depending on how you want to talk. Yeah. But I think we got through. So, so they were only planning two hours in the studio last week. No, 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 no. There are two, two and a half. I'm like, we've got eight scripts. We're going to be here all night. If, yeah. <laughs> you know, if you don't, you know, and maybe so it's tomorrow, but yeah. it took us two and a half hours to do two of them. So it was like, ah, I okay. So I was like, no, we got to pull the plug. We can't, we got to reschedule. Yeah. yeah. Well, so we're going in again this week and then next week, and hopefully we can get through them all. I'm like, I'm like, it's mine's four pages. I've got two people. I guarantee you. And I trust them. Well, trust those two well enough as performers. Like I'm sitting there going, I guarantee you we could probably get in and out in like 30 to 45 minutes. Yeah. I trust them. <laughs> like I, yeah. I trust them implicitly to go to know exactly what I want. And just, sure. I sent them email ahead of time to save time. Yeah. Like here's some, here's some quick pencil edits, just last minute changes. Here's some character notes for you guys. Let's see what happens. You know? right. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, Cause they like, like they, they're training people kind of the artsy way. And it's like, we do two takes. I'm like, I'm not going to need two takes. No. <laughs> of each thing. I guarantee you, I'm not going to need two takes. If I'm happy and they're happy, I'm moving on. I'm not wasting yeah. time. Because that's, that's what, sometimes that's being a professional is. You just, right. what you get. Right. Sometimes your first one, actually what you'll find is your first one is sometimes your best one. Well, here's the thing is that sometimes though, the first take might fit with the second take of something else. Right. I'm noticing that with the show that I'm editing right now, one of the other studio scripts is that they have parts where I'm actually kind of Frankensteining it a little bit where part of one take 
works here, but then another take fits better with that phrasing and the way they ah, right. So like I'm editing that together and putting right. it, putting it all into one long thing. Right. Makes um, sense. So it's, I mean, it is good to have multiple takes of stuff, but I look at it as you take as many things as you need to know you have it. Right. And it's like knowing that you have, it's like, I'm good. Let's go. Are you guys happy? I'm happy. Let's move on. You know, yeah, let's move waste on. a lot of time because yeah. in a professional studio, they're not wasting time with that stuff in theory. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The engineer. Well, I mean, the engineers is there. It's like his job. He's doing his job. It's if they're not wasting time, it's their money. Yeah. You know, that kind of thing. So we just want to be careful about that stuff. And so, yeah, you know, that's going on. And then there's more. I like the fact that the class with the studio work, it's kind of coming to an end, which is good. Cause then I can get back in the regular Wednesday rotation with the main company. So I can yeah. prep for dragon con in August. Yeah. And there, there are a couple big conventions coming up. Yay. for us in the next few months so it's like that's Ooh. kind of eyes in the prize but i'm also writing something uh-huh, or rewriting know. so like um my current my my script that i have that i've been working on forever i'm rewriting it and i'm going to submit it so that we can do it at dragon con because it's a perfect place uh, for it really right um because it's a big show piece in a lot of ways it's a lot of people talking but it's not it's not exposition. <laughs> you know, it's not endless exposition. Like it's good conversation. I see. With some good action set pieces that I think could be really solid. If it's not, if it's not for Dragon Con as a live show, it's a great studio piece. So, right. So. How about this? I got, I got an idea. I'm gonna pitch something to you. The Last Starfighter, the musical. <laughs> no, that would be. You're taking something I love and combining it with something I hate, and I just no. <laughs> No, no, not. Uh, hey, it's the no. same for me. Something I like with something I hate. Yeah, there you <laughs> so, go. So I like a good musical. <laughs> I respect your right to be wrong. Well, I will say no. To be fair, I like a good <laughs> musical too. It's just I've seen so few of them. <laughs> I see. Right. I've just I've not had enough. I just don't, I don't, I, there's so many that I don't hate that I don't like at all. <laughs> like so many musicals I've seen that I don't like. I respect there the art go. form. Right. I, I absolutely respect the art form. Oh, yeah, um, of course. Some of them are really good. What was that one? It was just a little while ago. Uh, I can't remember what it was. I saw it was like, I did not expect it to be a musical. Mamma Mia. No, no, God, that was all. No, no, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I was forced to watch that years ago. My sister had it, and I ended up. I have not seen that one. It. I'm like, this, not oh, Basmati Blues. That was it. Ah, I watched it a couple of weeks ago. It uh, Brie Larson. Mm. Um, this is pre long before. I mean, it wasn't released till like 2017, but they actually shot it before her career kind of took off. Uh-huh. Um, long before Captain Marvel. <laughs> yeah, you know, it was. I see. But yeah, it was actually a musical with her as like this scientist, this genetic scientist who gets sent to India. It's yeah. basically like a Bollywood movie. Yeah. In some way. It's I should say it's an American attempt to make a Bollywood film. Uh, That's how I will describe it. Because it, I see. But I enjoyed it. I didn't enjoy it. I'm not a big if they had taken the musical portion out of it, it still to me would have been a good story. Yeah. But that uh, you know, sometimes the music was a bit distracting at times. But like Scott Bakula was in it, Donald Sutherland was in it. Yeah, uh, just some fantastic performers. You know, so yeah. it was. I did. I did. I did respect that. I didn't know it was going to be a musical going in. I'm like, oh, really? All right, I'll watch it anyway. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. so stuff like that. You know, no. This week, this week, I've been on a medieval England kick. <laughs> so, oh. pre pre Elizabethan period of of. English history with the stuff I've been watching. Um, Okay. Okay. It's been interesting. I will say this, the one, the movie I watched yesterday, Ivanhoe was actually really good. Oh, good. I liked it very much. I was very impressed. It was definitely my favorite of everything I watched this week so far. And I was still a couple more days. I've been struggling to find movies that are available on streaming for, (laughs) for to fill up these last two days. Like, Oh my God, what am I going to watch? Yeah. To try to fit this very niche, revealed this week it just got it just sort of happened like it wasn't intentional sure um but i can't find the lion in winter uh actively available i'm like oh, oh. man because i haven't seen that yet in either version yeah. and yeah um i kind of want to but after watching like beckett and a man for all seasons and yeah a bunch of stuff around henry the eighth for some reason it's oh. all kind of circled that so then got a little shakespeare in there and then did ivanhoe yeah. interesting part about ivanhoe 
Yeah. That that story is based on a novel from like 1820 by Sir Walter Scott, the, a fictional novel that he wrote. But that is where every popular notion about Robin Hood actually comes from. Oh, is from oh. Ivanhoe. That's what set up all of that because it it, uh, it has this major character in the book named Loxley. Because Robin Hood, there there were myths and legends about him. There were there were t- kind of tales about him before that. Yeah. But the idea that he was like this Saxon board knight who came back from the Crusades yeah. to fight the Norman lords to save his lady love, that's the plot of Ivanhoe. Oh. <laughs> and Loxley was a side character in that plot, but he, he basically kind of melded two characters together and you get every version, every movie version of Robin Hood that's basically taken place in the last 40 years yeah. has been that version of, been that, been that origin story. Mm. It's fantastic. Like I watched it when, and this was from like 1982. I've seen the 52 version that they did originally in high school. And that one had Elizabeth Taylor in it. So it was, Ooh, yeah. yeah. Um, I didn't care for it much in high school for some reason. And then like watching this version though, I got, I think I, cause I've seen so many things after that. Like I recognize yeah. and it had a bunch of actors in it whose work I know and love. Right. It's like, Oh my God, this is so amazing. Right. So yeah, it was, it was really, it was actually a really good movie. Um, yeah still that pomp and circumstance a little touch of the kind of the visual aspects of like Excalibur sure a little bit uh here and there yeah it was yeah I highly recommend it it's on Amazon folks if you want to see it oh um yeah. not to be confused with the the Russian movie Ivan Ofelich don't uh don't confuse the two Ivan Ho and Ivan Ofelich no that's a no, no, no. That's <laughs> I don't know. That was a long reach, man. That was, I know. I, mean, I was trying. I was like, man, for a really yeah, thin yeah. straw. It just like that just did not fly. <laughs> oh man. Um, no. Nope. Yeah, no. So that's kind of I. I this weekend, like this weekend for me, is a writing weekend. Like I said, because I'm trying to get my script nice. done. Um, yep. That kind of thing. Focusing on trying to, or at least rewrite it. I should say it's not really. Right, writing it from scratch. More power to you, man. Yeah, it's not something I I'm used to, and I feel like this is like the only. Well, I don't write a lot because I don't have a lot of. I tend to play off of other people's ideas really well. Oh, so but generating my own stuff, like I feel like I'm kind of shooting the shooting the wad with this, create creatively in terms of creating scratch. Like I feel like it's just like this is the one idea I have, and it's like oh god, you know, what do I do after this if it's good? Yeah, <laughs> you know, so yeah. Start pulling That's stuff from great. Man. Start pulling stuff from Gr- Project Gutenberg. You know, a sci-fi version of some random story in the public domain. So I can <laughs> oh, do that. That's what, hey, it it. You kidding? The asylum's done that for like twenty years now, and it's worked yeah, well for them. Why not? Yeah, That's right. Yeah, <laughs> I think some of, a lot of the major corporations have tapped into that. Into yeah, basically the, into the free realm. You there's know? actually there's an asylum version of Sherlock Holmes that's literally called Sherlock Holmes because they don't have to label it in some weird way as a mockbuster, but it involves like dinosaurs and oh, in, in London. it's a period piece set in London, but it involves right. like dinosaurs and all sorts of weird contrast. It's like the uh, the big screen version of the Wild Wild West that they did, oh. but set in London with dinosaurs. I'm just like, what the. <laughs> but it's got some actors in it i actually like so i'm like i'm gonna have to watch that at some point there you go i was looking at it like this is this is an asylum piece and like you just know like when you see the cover or you see who's like you without even looking to see who what the production company you just know it's an asylum movie and like oh yeah Yeah. (laughs) oh yeah um good people though you know that's yeah I know a couple of people who work there. Like I actually know a couple of people. I've, I know a couple of people have been in their films too. It's, Ooh. I mean, they're a good company. That's the thing. Like they don't aim very high. They're, they're a big, they're a big believer in the low hanging fruit and it obviously yeah. works for them because it makes them a good deal of money because yeah. everybody watches their stuff. So yeah. 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 Cool. Yeah. Cool, man. Cool. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, I know you were traveling last week and, stuff yeah. like that you know so that's yeah uh, it was good good chance to take some time off and just uh, yeah yeah well we don't take spring break and stuff like that so we we just right decided, right uh, take a little bit of a break and then uh what's that like vacation i don't understand I don't know. that uh, <laughs> yeah. i don't take enough of it <laughs> yeah I, I i was talking with uh 
my my coworker at the office this week at my day job and I was like I was trying to think of I was trying to remember honestly like the last time I took a vacation where I actually unplugged from everything. Yeah. Ser- and I was like okay it was at if not 2000 like if I was had a vacation with like nowhere specific to go cuz the road trips I've taken have always been I have a yeah. destination but I'm going to have fun yeah. with it. Yeah. Um which is fine. A road trip like 2006 maybe. Wow. Um and I was going to Florida from Arizona because it was uh, Mensa. They were having a world, their world gathering, not just because they do that once every 10 years and it happened to come up and it was in Orlando. Um, so I did a, I did a road trip and went up and visited my uncle for, it was summertime. So I was out of school. So I oh went up to gosh. Wyoming, spent, spent a week at my uncle's, Yeah, uh, drove to, there. drove to Nashville, stayed with my folks for Ooh. a few days and then yeah. drove down to Orlando. Yeah. Uh, and then drove home from there. And I've done that. And I did that like 10 years before I was at a gathering going into Massachusetts. So I went from, yeah. I drove I 10 across, went to Disney world for a few days over my birthday and yeah. Uh, then went up the East coast basically. And that was like a three week road trip, but that's it. Like I've never, I don't think I've taken more than maybe a long weekend hmm. since that. Like I've never taken a full week off. Right. In a really I can't long time. The last time I did yeah. that. Where I'd completely disconnected. I mean, not a since, lot of companies, I, I think they want. Yeah, certainly not since I finished college, probably before that. But yeah, not yeah. since I, I certainly haven't done that since I finished college. So yeah, yeah. I, I think, you know, it makes it hard because of re- mobile technology and all this other stuff. I think bef- prior to that, it was incredibly easy. You're on vacation. What are you going to call the office? I mean, I'm sure some people well, did, but. Well, here's the thing. And this is also, it, it goes along with that, that idea of, not having a job, you know, not having a regular day job or being employed, like regularly employed, that doesn't mean you're just relaxing and having fun. You know, most of the time is spent looking for another job. Like that's right. Job hunting is a full-time gig. And I'll tell you what, cause you're sitting there and the trend is, you know, to write a custom, like a customly adapted resume to every company you're applying to. So you're literally yeah. rewriting your resume like 45 times and you're just like, what the, you know? Yeah. And right. Yeah. Right. It just, it, just, it just it's very draining. Door. It's very draining. And plus, if you yeah. don't have the money to actually enjoy anything, you're just like, you don't want to leave the house and you don't, um, don't want to get out and, you know, you want to get out and do stuff, but everything costs some kind of money. Right. Like, I'd love to go, you know, I can't even go to the movie. Like I can't go up the street because I, I get in my car and drive and like that costs gas. I can't afford to do that. You know? Right. Right. Um, there are things I want to do, but I'm like, mm, can I don't have the money to do it. So I just right. say, you know, people want to like, you you wonder how people become shut-ins and like, yeah, poverty's going to do that to some people. Yeah. <laughs> like you, just, you can't, you, yeah, right. You got a house, stay inside. Yeah. It's yeah. like right now it's not quite, it's, it's warm in this room and not quite air conditioner warm yet, but I'm just like, if I can hold out because the sun's not shining today, but it doesn't make the heat mm-hmm. go away. No. For how April, hot is it there in Atlanta these days? It is currently, it is 73. That's pleasant. Right now, it's going to be 81 tomorrow. Well, it's supposed to rain this afternoon or tonight. Uh, so uh. it's supposed to rain. It was funny. When I saw on my TV, the guy I was talking to, it was, it was like, I guess we'll see the last of the rain. I'm like, there you go. You jinxed it. Yep. <laughs> the next week, it rained for like two or three days. It's not, it's not heavy. It's just, it's kind of like Portland in a way. Like it's not heavy, but it's constant when it's raining. Yeah. yeah. It's super light, but it lasts for like 12 hours. You're just like, oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm, and it's still something I'm not used to. Right. I'm not, I'm not used to it raining this much like ever. Um, I mean, well, even, coming from the desert, I mean, I mean, it's, it's about as warm here as it is in Phoenix right now. Yeah. You know, but it's a dry, it's a dry heat. Uh, like people talk about the, you know, I was, I was having a conversation with somebody while at the, when we were at the artsy studio this week and we were talking about Phoenix and winter time and things like that. I'm like, well, no, we still get rain. We usually get it right around like end of January or early February. And then we have a monsoon. We have an actual monsoon season in the summer. Right. Um, you know, it comes in, rains a- for 30 minutes and then goes away. You know? Right. <laughs> right. Um, but it was like have a haboob season too. Well, that's, that's the monsoon. The, the haboob oh, that's is during, during monsoon season. Yeah. We get oh, the boy. haboob. Um, <laughs> haboob. <laughs> I always, I always dig out that. I just, um, but I was telling him and I made the joke cause it was like in, 
because it's like it can get down to freezing in the desert at night in January. It doesn't so much in the city because you have ground heat rating and you're off because cars driving all day and whatever. But I'm like, and so it was like, but it's not in, it doesn't, you don't feel as much as you do here because of the humidity. I was like, it's cold, but it's a dry cold. Right. <laughs> like that. It's, it's a dry cold. heat. So it's a dry lack of heat in Phoenix in the winter time, you know, so you still can yeah. feel it for sure. Like you really, yeah. you can feel like cold. You had that humidity in there. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Well, the funny thing is it actually, much like it is here, like if it rains, the temperature goes down because right. you got the cloud cover and you have some of that stuff. So it, it, it goes, you know, it actually helps somewhat when it's raining in the summertime, but it's, I mean, it's 90 degrees plus like 90% of the year. <laughs> 80, yeah. 80 to 90 percent of the year it's like mm. yeah um not there this week but it should be getting there it should start shortly i i would imagine yeah. um yeah it's going to yeah. be 90 tomorrow 96 on monday right and tuesday it's, so there's your right. heat spike before you get your heat spike it'll return to normal and then it'll start climbing because there's always right. that that break in the weather yeah happens everywhere i've lived yeah. you have your winter time and then it starts warming up a little bit and then you get this huge heat spike and then it drops yeah. back down and then it slowly elevates into summer. You're fine. You're fine. You're fine. You hit September. It starts to drop. You get that cold snap in October and yeah. that jumps back up and then just slowly descends back into the winter time. I don't know what yeah. does the, why it does that, but yeah, it's happened here. It happened in Phoenix. It happened when I lived in LA. It's happened everywhere I've lived. Yeah. It's like, it needs that jump start to be like, Oh wait, yeah, this is supposed to go into winter time. Uh, you know, so don't get box elder bugs like you do here, but you know, that's all right. <laughs> it's spring and the box elder bugs are coming out. Yeah. 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 Killed a lot of them in the apartment in the fall. Have you? So. Well, it was, you know, at least, at least one or two a day. I mean, it was, it wasn't like we were flooded with them, but yeah. well, cause they're getting in out of the heat. They're trying to find a place to get a, get away from the heat outside. Yeah. Uh, and so they, they try and they have a very short lifespan. So they usually just come in and die. <laughs> so it's, just like, uh, it's like a, they're weird. They're harmless. I mean, they're completely harmless. They, the coloration is weird. Cause it looks like a cockroach and a ladybug had a child. Yeah. And they're very, but they're fragile like a moth. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> so it's like you touch right. them, like, oh, you know, so it's, they're dead. Uh, yeah, they're pretty, yeah, it's, they mostly just come in and die. I mean, when I, I was doing some cleaning in the winter time, pull up the blinds in the front windows, which we don't open very often. There were like three dozen dead ones just sitting there on the windowsill. Oh my goodness. Just kind of curled up. <laughs> so I just okay. brushed them off and swept them into a dustpan. <laughs> right. Give you the Viking sea, burial sea, <laughs> you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, Score. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think that, um, yeah, it's, it, the winters here, it's not so bad. It's it's a lot like California in a way. Probably a little yeah. less so because there's more rain and more humidity. Kind of thing, more constant stuff. So, yeah, yeah. it's kind of like California got a touch of like Portland's weather year-round uh, sort of thing. It's nice, though. Right. I mean, it's not it's not yeah. unpleasant, Yeah, which I like. Uh, driving here, um, it's basically every interstate is Fury Road. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's... It, you get on the highways, it's going to be mad madness. Um, there's odd, and everybody because traffic laws are more like guidelines here, apparently. So for yeah, people. okay. Um, I mean, they all obey the stop signs. Well, most people obey the stop signs and, and traffic lights and stuff, but turn signals are way more optional here, apparently. Uh huh, sure. Um, and a lot of people just like to weave in and out just to get where they're going. I'm just like, you know, you're not going to actually get there any faster. <laughs> or safer yeah exactly so and i actually started i got off the the 400 which is a state freeway in the, in the north of atlanta that i drive up to to work every day i stopped taking it a couple of weeks ago i'm like screw this i'm taking the surface streets yeah it takes me longer but oh my god it's so much more relaxing <laughs> yeah right <laughs> i mean it right. takes I, I think i tack on an extra 10 15 minutes to my drive time but man i feel so much better <laughs> mm. <laughs> Not much. It's not so rage inducing when I get on the freeway. It's like, ah, yeah, everybody's yeah. yelling. Ah, well, I don't know if everybody else is yelling, but I'm just like, oh my God, what the, you know, because I get so many people cut me off. Oh, yeah. It's ridiculous. I get so angry about it. And I just like, I need to stop, <laughs> you know, like just remove yourself from that environment, you know, it's kind of right. Well, he looks so angry. much nicer that way. Yeah. 
I mean, I, t- I still take the 400 home because it's faster. Uh, sure. It gets me away from the off. Like, and but there's a lot less people on the road at two in the afternoon because work hasn't gotten out for a lot of. It's not rush hour yet, you know. And kind of, it's much nicer that way. But I, I have a whole different attitude driving these days. It's more like uh, I don't know. We're like logs floating down a like a river. I, I don't really have to deal with the other logs. I just let them go. Well, you know, I, I try to do that too. My brother and I, my brother and I have talked about that when he's, when he's here to visit and stuff. And he, uh, and that's, that's been his attitude. Mostly is like, you don't know what their life's like. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, I don't, but I can tell when somebody's in a hurry and when they're just being an asshole. Yeah, <laughs> you know? Right. I mean, it's just like, I feel like, and typically the ones that you're, they're just being a holes are the ones in Beamers and Audis and which there are a lot of in Atlanta for some reason, just an absurd number of luxury vehicles on the road. Yeah. Um, and all of them drive like jerks. Yeah. Most of the people in regular cars, like mine, like regular monitor, they're, they're fine. It's yeah. all the people that are in the luxury, like sports car, the highly yeah. high end automobiles that, yeah. Drive like yeah. maniacs. Right. Um, I don't know. I don't know. But I have a different attitude. Like when somebody is yeah. coming up fast and they're just weaving around, I'm just like, let that guy go. That's, the, I, that's he, the thing. Like, he I try probably to get, has a box of sick puppies in the back or something. Who knows? I if know. I if I see them coming, I do try to get out of the way. I do try to open a lane for them a little bit if I can. But I've had people like literally, I'm glad they know their cars that well that they can come within inches of my bumper and not hit me. <laughs> but yeah. it, it yeah. freaks me the hell out. So I'm just like, right. <laughs> right. So I just, I can't, that's why I started just get on the surface streets. So I don't have to take that stress anymore. So it's kind of nice actually. Feels better. Yeah. To do that. So yeah. Yeah. That's my choice and that's fine. I'm sticking to it. I don't use any Thank more you. or less. I don't really use any more or less gas because the first like two thirds of my commute is kind of a lot of stop and go on the 400 anyway. Yeah. It's a lot slower than I am on the surface streets where all the lights tend to be green as I'm going through. I'm like, I right. like this. Right. So it, I end or up even the back country more. roads. I would imagine like the back country roads are probably way more relaxing. If you have any of those. Uh, yeah. Oh, there are on plenty your, here. Your, it's yeah. Not on my, like commute, on your, journey, on, my, on your journey home. Uh, no, well, I take the freeway home, uh, right. again, I mean, like because, on your commute, somewhere in your commute. Yeah. On my commute, not so much. I mean, I'm on major streets. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because the office is like on, on a major street, so it's not so hard uh-huh. to get to it. It's just, cool. I mean, it's, and the distance is still kind of like, I'm, I'm adding a couple extra miles to my commute going out of my way on the freeway and not going on the freeway, but it's not that much of a difference from right. where I am to where I have to, cause it's still 14 14, 15 miles as the crow flies yeah. each way. Yes. Um, so, but I, you know, and like I said, I'm using the same amount of gas. I might as well take a little more time. Sure. Enjoy wow. my life. Listen to some podcasts, laugh while I'm on the way, just kind of relax and just right. catch up on the news, you know, right. Do the stuff I like to do while I'm commuting yeah. to work. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. It, uh, it doesn't make sense to be stressed going yeah, no. to work where you're possibly going to be more stressed. That's that's a message for any driver out there. It's it, it. There's no point in being stressed. First off, you got to plan better <laughs> to get a plan for this yeah, stuff. Right. Uh, I mean, I've had those drives. I, I had one time I showed up to an appointment like 90 minutes early. That was pure accident. But yeah. I'm like, well, I don't have anywhere else to go right now. So I'm just going to sit here and wait. Why not? You know, <laughs> it's like, okay. Read a book, you know. take a nap, whatever. Yeah, basically, yeah. I always, I've always... Well, and some of that comes from my years of public transit in LA and stuff. I plan for, like, even when I'm taking public transit, I plan for the bus before the bus before I have to get there. You know, right. so I was like, yeah, of course. What time do I have to get there and get that bus? Take the one before it, and then yeah, even if I'm yeah, like 40 smart. minutes early, I'll find. I'm a king of killing time, so yeah, if I'm go. early, I'll find a way to kill 20, 30 minutes. It's fine. Yeah. But I always, I always have a book. I always have a bottle of water. I've always got stuff that I can do. Like it's never mm-hmm. been. Even driving to work now, commute to commute to the car well because now i'm watching shows movies and stuff while i'm working yeah um but i always have multiple things i can do right um, to kill time so right yeah that's good i don't mind being early you know we're uh, i uh my wife's family they uh they love being at the airport like 
like on time, meaning like the doors closing. Oh yeah. Mm. <laughs> you know, like that, like they just made it in the nick of time. Uh, we, we, I, I should, I'm not even saying we, I like being early, meaning, you know, domestic flights, they say be there 90 minutes early. Yeah. We are there 90 minutes early. And whether we make it through security fast or slow, doesn't matter. I don't care. At least I'm there. Right. And I'm well, that's how I, I, I look at it. And that's the thing. I always look at it. And I always plan because I usually have, based on when my flight is, I have a pretty good idea of like how long security is going to be. Yeah. Depending Atlanta, I don't know because I've only flown out of it like once. Yeah. But like in Phoenix, I got pretty, because I lived there for so long, like I got pretty used to knowing how long the lines were going to be in a given terminal. Yeah. Uh, so I can go, okay, well, I'll plan and I get here at least, I want to make sure I'm at the gate at least an hour before takeoff. Yeah. Because I know that they open the gates like 30 minutes before they start, usually start loading like 30 minutes before departure. Right. You know, kind of thing. Like, I'm just like, it'll give me a little time to sit there, but not too much yeah. time that I get bored. Right. I think my record for waiting in an airport was like six hours. Yeah, we did that in Europe. And that was that was after I went to LA, after I moved to LA. <clears throat> it's a fun story. Christmas Christmas Eve, um, my uh, my sister and my brother-in-law, like we, we were going to surprise my mom because I wasn't going to be able to go back to Phoenix for Christmas. Yeah. Because I had this job and I was working all the way up till Christmas Eve. Yeah. Um, so I, that was the assumption. And so we made it, we made a plan to surprise my mom. Um, so they bought my plane ticket yeah. so I could fly out. And then we were going to drive back anyway because we're going to get the rest of my stuff out of their house yeah. or out of storage and, and drive it back. Um, sure. But so what happened, but what happened was I went to work with, with my luggage and th- with my suitcase and stuff, just, a, a, just a, a, I have a duffel for like weekend trips. Yeah. Um, but what happened was they surprised us with a half day off at work. Oh, so I thought I was going to be working a full shift. I get uh, done at like 10 AM and I'm like, my flight's not till six. I'm like, Oh God, uh, what do I do now? Cause I can't go right, home. Right. It's too far to LAX from my, from, from where I live. So I'm just like, all right, well, I'm going to stick with the plan. I'll just go to LAX. And I'm just going to kill time for, I've got my I've got my laptop, I've got books, I've got things I can do. Right. Right. I did actually look into getting an earlier flight <laughs> well, at sure. one point because there were so many flights to Phoenix. Uh because Southwest flies like every hour practically. Right. So right. I was trying to see if I could change onto an earlier flight, but it yeah, we just couldn't make it happen. So I, uh, I didn't mind. I just sit there and you know, I'm yeah. typing stuff up and just working on whatever. You know, but yeah, that was but that started to get to me toward the end. <laughs> it was just yeah. like Okay, this is a lot of time, especially because the seats are just so uncomfortable. Um, if I had the money, I probably would have sprung for like one of the one of the admirals, you know, one of like American Airlines, like one of the clubs or something, just buy like a day pass to one of the fancy yeah. lounges yeah. or whatever, so I could chill in there for a little bit. But right, um, but the surprise worked. Like right up to my mother had no idea I was coming home. Oh, nice. So it was <laughs> was so I have video of it, so I still have the video of it. Oh, because I had nice. I had my little flip camera, so I was videoing as I walked in the door, and I I made a joke with my mom. Well, she like I just turned to my brother in law. You didn't go out drinking. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Because <laughs> that was his excuse to go pick me up at the airport. Like he was going to uh, go drink with some friends from work, like some awesome right. friends. Uh, kind of weird on Christmas Eve, but she bought it, and it was that was really that's hilarious. Funny. That's yeah, funny. it was it was very fun. That was a fun weekend. So nice. Uh, yeah. Well, I think it's important. You know, time is very important and it doesn't make sense to, I mean, wasting time is something, you know, but, but like taking a leisurely stroll to the airport yeah. in plenty of time, we have plenty of time, then you could like get something to eat, go through the newsstand, maybe walk around, you know, whatever. You're not running like a crazy person. I think I think you know? some of it also <laughs> depends on well, some of it also depends on how much luggage you're carrying, what do you have to check, mm-hmm. what do you have to carry on, what do you have to Right. I mean, and that's one of those things that I find that if I have a long stay in an airport, if I if I just have a carry on and my bag, you know, my personal bag. Yeah. Yeah. After a while that starts to get annoying because you have to pick up and carry everything with you everywhere you go in the airport. And it's just like, yeah, right. oh man, I wish I didn't have to they stopped well because they pulled the lockers out back in the day, you know, like uh, by six yeah. hours, they'd rent a locker, stuff stuff in there for you know, for yeah. a few and then go yeah. back and get it before my flight. But Yeah, exactly. Not no, not these. They days. don't do that anymore. Thanks, nine eleven. 
Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, uh, so, I mean, it, it, it's, it's one of those things where it's like, where do you, f- and so I, I agree with them in a way, like I'd like to get there. So I'm not spending too much time. You want to, I say an hour because you want to leave some wiggle room just in case security is a little, right. A little right. long or tight. And I, I've had that problem yeah. before too, where it was like, yeah. and then I was yeah. fine. So yeah. Yeah. Um, Atlanta security notoriously can get really long. Um, some days because you have to get through it to get to any of the terminal because you have to get through it to get to the train that you take to all the oh, terminals. Oh, right. So, and it's a lot of the way they queue them up. It's like long, oh, it's like being goodness. in a DMV. It's a huge long or uh, a bank line, you know, it's a huge long back and forth. Right. Or a ride at Disneyland or something, you know, <laughs> but they don't strip search you at Disneyland. So mm, not yet. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> with Star Wars land opening up, who knows? Um, it's a small world after all. <laughs> Turn that off. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Sorry, I don't know where that's coming from. <laughs> I made I made a dingling joke. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Why yeah, we have yeah. the explicit tag. No, Ooh. we don't. That's yeah. Funny. What what was it? Shazam opened this weekend. Oh yeah, huh? Yeah, I, I, I haven't been watching the. Yeah, well, the, uh, the Thursday previews were pretty good. I suspect it'll probably win the weekend. Oh, good. Um, as it should, but it's right. uh, from all reports, it's really, it's actually really, really good. So cool. uh, I remember I watching that cartoon. I've not seen it yet. I do want to very much. Um, but you know, Infinity Wars coming up as well. The twenty-sixth. Uh, yeah, three weeks. Uh, and it's already broken all of the pre-sale records, like the first day it went on pre-sale, like the tickets online went on pre-sale. There were like four websites that crashed. Oh my goodness. It broke the, yeah, the, it broke the record set by the force awakens for the number of advanced ticket sales in oh. one day. Yeah. It, yeah. So I think it's, it's a lot of pent up and cause it's been what, 11 years now and like 20 some odd movies and everybody's like, I just want to see the end of the, Right. Yeah, is this the final thing? Just like Game of Thrones, you know. <laughs> uh yeah, that well no, this is not the final Marvel movie. It's the final Marvel no, no, no. movie of phase 3 or 4 or whatever, but it's the culmination uh, of right. all of this stuff that they've been building yeah. towards for years. Yeah. And so it's like, okay, <laughs> let's get it. Well, yeah. cuz I mean, it's expected that I mean Chris Evans is leaving the franchise. Captain America. So yeah, presumably Captain his, America. I mean, spoiler alert, presumably his character will die or retire. Like he's stepping away. Like he's not going to be in anymore. Robert Downey Jr. Probably will step away. His contract's been done for a while and they're paying him way too much money to show up in these movies. Um, supposedly there was still an Iron Man four on the books, but I don't know that they're going to go ahead with it or they'll get somebody else as Iron Man, like get a new Iron Man, which is okay. Cause they've done that before. They actually did that in the comic books. Right. Um, as well. Uh, mm. Obviously, Spider-Verse, you got Miles Morales, that kind of thing. But you have Tom Holland as Spider-Man. He'll probably survive because he's got another movie coming in the summertime. Right. That takes place after the Infinity War stuff. So, right. <laughs> uh, so I'll be curious to see how, the, how that's all going to work out. Uh, Black Panther will probably survive because they got a sequel they're working on for that. Um, or come back, I should say, because they didn't remember right. Spider-Man and Black Panther didn't survive the snap. So, oh, yeah. um, trying to think who else. Those two, uh, Sam Jack, Samuel Jackson will probably leave the franchise after this because he got dusted. Who knows if he'll come back as Nick Fury? I mean, his contract was done a long time ago. But yeah, after, after, but after, his, after his major role in Captain Marvel, oh yeah, I feel like if he shows up in Endgame it'll be just kind of at the end. Like he has been in the other Avengers movies is like just sort of there. Yeah. Um, but he had a ma- I mean, his role in Captain Marvel is huge. So it was right. Um, and we can assume that Captain Marvel's going to make an appearance in this one. Oh yeah. No, she's pivotal to the story. Well, and the, and the, and the end credit sequence showed she was going to show up in the story. Right. So. Her symbol. Cause everyone's like, what's that symbol? Spoiler symbol alert. Is that? Right. Well, no, what but not, not that? infinity war, but at the end of Captain Marvel, one of the post credit sequences is a clip from Endgame. Oh, the mid credit sequence that they showed. Did you not see it yet? What? Which one? No, Captain Marvel. Have you not seen Captain Marvel yet? I have not seen Captain Marvel. How <gasps> <gasps> oh, dare you? No, no. It, well, it was basically like the way they did with Ant-Man. You know, they have that oh, one yeah. scene that's like clearly from 
in oh, Ant Man, yeah. like one of the mid credit that mid credit scene with Bucky and Cap is clearly from yeah. Civil War, right? Or something that was cut from Civil War, you know. But that's yeah, it's basically like that. It's a bit from Endgame, and yeah, it just yeah, it was good. It's important. Mm. Um, go see that movie, damn it! I have not had time, honestly. Speaking, you have time when you're on the road. It'll still be playing. I'm sure it'll still be in theaters as you're traveling cross country. Um, pull yeah. in somewhere and stop for a couple hours. Go take it in. You know, <laughs> it's like yeah. yeah. Once you get once you hit a city, you're just like yeah. Yeah, let's watch this before we go to sleep. Sure. Um. But uh, the uh, yeah. So I'm excited for it. I think we should. I kind of wanted us to do a special episode. We might have to wait a week or two just to. Because I, I want to see if we can round up some additional Brian's for the show. Oh yeah, have our own assemble our own mega team of people to to talk yeah. Avengers and all that stuff, but give yeah. them a chance to watch it too. <laughs> yeah, I have a friend of mine named Frank. Uh, Frank listens to our show. Hey Frank, and um, hi Frank. Hi Frankie. Uh, he said he knows he's not a Brian, but if he could ever do a guest spot on the show, it could be <laughs> Frank and Bees. <laughs> I don't know. That's what he said. It's great. Whatever. No. I can be No, we we'll have to call him Brian. Uh, <laughs> yeah. We have to find some justification to have him on. That's right. That would warrant that, but we'll see. I was in a restaurant. I'll tell you I, what I, I will say a- this. I will say this. Brie Larson, we get added to the list because her name is Brianna. Full name Brie is short for that. So I'm like, ooh, That's okay. Right. Let me write that down. That'd be a hell of a get someday. You know? I would say that'd be awesome. I have a bunch of stuff I want to ask her about that has nothing that's nothing Marvel related. Like I just like I have these questions about other stuff in her career. It's like I would just I'll just stand back and let you go. Pretty much. Well, she's got yeah. um Netflix just dropped her her movie Unicorn Store. Oh that was her directorial debut uh. that she did a that Samuel L. Jackson is also in that they did, yeah. I think, before captain marvel or during captain marvel maybe they just had some time and all right sam jack's like sure why not you know it, was like, not? it looks like I something see. they filmed before captain marvel but i see um it's intriguing like a, the concept look if you go watch the trailer for it i was like oh that looks interesting it's kind of funny oh, and yeah very michelle gondry-esque in a way kind of almost like magical realism sort of it it's very odd but yeah it looked really cool so i just i kind of want to see that Okay. There's another movie. There's there's another one like that called, um, I think it's called Adult Education with Jodie Whittaker, oh. the new the current Doctor Who, and it's a movie she did before she was Doctor Who, like right before, oh. but didn't get released until after, until oh. recent, until like about six months or so ago, and like that's yeah. another one I want to see. It's a very similar, kind of similar vein. The two of them together sound like they're very similar yeah. movies. Yeah. Um, that's what that's what my movie challenge has kind of become when I write stuff about it. I was like, this pairs well with it. Like I'm like a double feature sommelier or something. Yeah. <laughs> the cinematic yeah. sommelier. And like this pairs well with this. Yeah. And maybe you want to try this as a double feature or as a contrast, you know? Right. Because uh, I've seen so many movies at this point. I'm like, oh, maybe they could, thematically this, this is kind of like this or yeah. this is a remake. So watch the original too, you know? For right. Right. Comparisons and stuff. So Sure. Why not? I don't know. But then Game of Thrones this month, the final season, mm. the last like six episodes. Yep. I actually, I, I will say this. I cut down off my Netflix account, but mainly so I had the money to reactivate my HBO now account. <laughs> so I just started, I started last night. I started like binge rewatching the entire series. Oh. And it's not the new season didn't start for a couple of weeks. Yeah. So I've got time. To watch every watch a I, mostly I'm just doing it just to kind of because I I still remember the, like a lot of them are so vivid in my head that I still remember right. most of the major plot, right? But watching the little bits now because as I watch the first few episodes and like especially the kids who were actors like how clunky they were in their performance compared to like season five or six it's like oh my god right um you know so I I like that a lot it and it's interesting to watch kind of the whole story and like where they go. And, and now I'm also watching the behind the scenes stuff. I didn't get to see before too. Like the little four or five minute ones that they tackle, like a look inside the episode. Mm. So it's always nice to get a little extra bits and stuff. Right. Right. But yes, game of Thrones, I think the 19th, seventh, no, not the 19th, uh, the, uh, yeah, Sunday, 
which is two weeks. Uh, the oh yeah, no, I guess it's a week. So maybe the the fourteenth, something like that. Somewhere it's coming up soon. It's coming up fast. Yeah. So I wanted to, and there's some movies on HBO that I want to watch for the movie challenge because it's stuff I haven't seen. Yeah, like the the remake of Fahrenheit 451 and um a few others that are on the list. Sure. Sure. The horrible Tom say, Cruise, the horrible Tom Cruise mummy remake. Oh. Uh, Cause I haven't seen that yet, but I, I might, I might try to put myself through that just to see what happens. All right. Be careful. Yeah. I was in a, I was in a restaurant the other day and uh, the weight person had introduced himself as Brian. And I said, I said, how do you spell it? And he <laughs> said the correct way with an I. Yes. <laughs> he yes. said that. And then I said the original way. <laughs> <laughs> original also with an i right original <laughs> the original spelling thing that's you. how I, but I everybody when they asked me that i was like brian and I, and then i'm like with an i correctly <laughs> yes the correct way i always do that yeah that's yes gonna, especially when especially if they ask how do you spell it i'm just like very much correctly with an i you know? mm-hmm. just get that dead look on my face like yeah don't mess Sometimes around. I won't even say the I. I'll just say correctly. And I don't even I don't even correct people <laughs> when they misspell it, meaning they put the A before the I. I'm just Oh like, God. Oh man. Sounds I, good to me. Leave it. I'm all right with that. Well, you know, it's interesting. Uh, my mom and I had talked about this before and I kind of knew about it. And it was a fa- I was originally my my original name was not going to be Brian, it was gonna be Douglas. Mine was gonna be Michael. Seriously. Michael Douglas. No, that's not right. My, it's serious. No, I, my, no I'm just trying to see it. And I'm like, nah, I'm not a Michael. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Mikey, maybe. Mikey Selke. Mikey. Hey, Mikey. Mikey Selke. Yeah. yeah. My mom made the executive yeah. decision because my dad had gone down for breakfast. And so well, my uh, dad, my dad was the one who wanted Bryant, but like my, my brother originally had a different first name as well. Like our middle names were like dad's dad's choice basically is what happened. You know, it's like, First names were kind of my mom's. They were kind of it was a combination of things. But yeah, eventually yeah. my dad won in on that stuff. So we got yeah. the names we have, which is like you know they fit better. Sure. Just work. Yep. Um, and I was I like, well, you know, so I'm like, so I can blame my dad for years and years of misspelling and people calling me brain. Yeah, I'm blame cool my mom's side for all the intelligence I have to back that up. <laughs> like, yeah, right. Why not? You know. Hey brain. Oh God, it's yeah. happened. Well, and it's not that they, that they verbally call it. It's in writing. It's always in writing. I had a boss during my time at Wells Fargo. My boss could not spell my name correctly for the life of her. I don't know. Unless they're like, you can't blame it on autocorrect. They're both correct. Right. <laughs> it's just right. They're both the right spelling. So come on. Right. Just take the, the uh, nickname version, Bry, B-R-I, <laughs> and just, Add an A N at the end of it. Yeah, I, I was just like, yeah, Bra. how it's pronounced, hey, Brian, Brian, Brian. Well, I even had Brian. I won an award at college, and they gave me the certificate. And it was really nice and everything, and it had my name is spelled. And I was like, you know, you spelled it wrong. She's like, oh, well, I'll figure. It. I'm like, no, no, I'm keeping this. Yes. <laughs> it's Great. my award. I'm keeping this. I earned this. That's right. I will take that for all it's worth. And like, oh. yeah. So, you know, I was like, okay, but, um, yeah, I've gotten that so many times in my life. It's, I'm okay with it's it. Ridiculous. And that's the thing. Like I've gotten used to it. I'm like, all right. I don't care. You know I'll, what? I'll accept fine. Either spelling is acceptable to me. I am who I am. And that's, that's what, that's what the deal is. Yeah. All right, Papa. I did try going by Doug for, there was a short period in the seventh grade where I, where after I found out about it, it was like, let's just try it for a few, a couple of months, see if it works. And I couldn't even remember to respond to that name. So I was like, you know what? No, this is a abort, abort. This is not working anymore. That's funny. My brother, my brother went by Jim for a lot of years. Oh. Not everybody outside of family. Like he went through, he started in a phase like in high school huh. and then at work. And like everybody called him Jim for the longest time. Like his wife still calls him Jim sometimes. Wow. Is that correct? Well, because his name is Benjamin. Oh, Benjamin. But Benjamin. I always knew him as Ben. Right, but they started calling him Jim because like the middle, sort of the middle, middle syllable, and he kind of went by that right. for for the longest time until or Benji, why not? Not basically until he started the company he's at now, pretty much, and then he went professionally like by Benjamin. You know, it was kind of like yeah. he went by his actual name. 
Right. Uh, so it's, it was a little strange. And, but I got used to it after a while. Cause like his wife, like we'd be at the, I'd be at, hanging out with him every week and she'd say, Jim, and I'm like, yeah, I'm, at first I'm like, Oh yeah. <laughs> They're talking oh. about, I'm like, it's not your name, you know, that's not your name. But, right. um, I think I if like, I had the name Benjamin, I'd want to be called Benji. Benji. Yeah. Uh, like not, not to, it not never to fit, be confused with the, the dog. It, it never fit him. Ah, uh, okay. That just never, either Ben or, yeah, mostly just Ben. Like it just, it never really, Ben, even Benjamin, like the full name never really fit him. So, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, he's just not that guy. So, he's not that guy. You're not that guy. No. Mm-hmm. Plus, we were familiar with Benji the dog. So it was like, yeah, no. Right. Nah. I think you prefer it. a good show, though. But we were also familiar with Gentle Ben, oh. the bear, because there used to be a dog in our neighborhood in Quakertown that we called Gentle Ben because he was huge and it was black and shaggy. So yeah. to us, like at like th- four and five years old, like it looked like a bear. Like it was huge. Yeah. And it would, yeah. it was very playful, but it would come charging at you. You're just like, ah! you know, so it was the most <laughs> thing to see coming out, even though we just run up there and just like, uh, you know, it's right. very slobbering all over you. Well, especially he was coming through the snow, like a plow. Like it was terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> it just was, it was one of the, the, like the scariest thing. It was like Christmas started like running, you know, my right. brother, you don't have to over, outrun like, the dog. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Just leave my brother <laughs> laying, <laughs> laying like a slug. Cause it was his only defense, you know? Right. Uh, you don't have to outrun the dog. You just got to outrun the <laughs> run my slowest little person in your group. <laughs> Yeah, back when back when I actually could run, uh, yeah, um, yeah, good times, good, good times. times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm. I always think about that sometimes. Like, I find it. I still even now. I've been here like I, now. I've officially been here a year. Wow. Um, like in this apartment as of yeah a year ago, like today practically. Wow. Wow. Um, and I I always find it weird that I'm here and i mainly just mean on the east coast yeah right like you just feel it's never where i anticipated being um because i always figured i'd end up back in la and even up until six months before i moved it was until until like three months before i moved i was pretty sure that's where i was going yeah so i don't know i still don't know quite what to make of it yet Hmm. at this point um i always think about that as like where will i end up Three years from now, I'm going to end up back in like my hometown in Pennsylvania somewhere. And feel like, this is a very odd place for me to be living with right. the career that I've chosen. You know, so. Right. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know where life takes. It might strike you big there. You never know. We'll see. You, you know, that's all I can say. We'll see. You know, I we'll got to give it a try. And I need to be better about that as well. I, mean, I was just to kind of wrap things up. I was talking at the artsy studio again. We were having a conversation. I was kind of like one of the things I struggle, that's one of the big things I struggle with. And, and especially in Atlanta, like having a good agent will help a lot because it's oh, yeah. like finding the work and right. the opportunities. I'm like, that's great. It's my own paranoia and fear about talking to people. Oh, especially in terms of that, like selling myself. That's always a hard, oh. that's always been a hard thing. And like, so like selling myself to an agent to go, this is why I'm valuable. Right. Is tough for me. Um, to reach out and probably why I haven't yet, even after a year into this where I'm like, okay, I really need to just get off my gear. I get off my duff and do this thing. And so yeah, right. it's that abnormal level of resistance as Stephen Pressfield puts it in the war of art. Uh, go read that everybody. I highly recommend it no matter what profession you're in. It's really good. Um, again? Uh, the war of art. Stephen Pressfield. He has another one called doing the work and there's like two or three like, and there's another one called turning pro. That's a little more recent that I haven't read yet. Mm. He's a writer. I trade. He's a screenwriter. He wrote mainly like the legend of Bagger Vance is one of the main ones he's known for uh, in terms of screenplays. Yeah. Uh, he's written some books and, and a lot of, and a, a lot of scripts and stuff too, but he talks a lot about that and he does um, stuff on his blog and like podcasts and stuff about creativity and productivity within right. that. Right. Um, kind of thing so yeah what what he called you know most people call procrastination he calls resistance and it's like uh, what is the source of this resistance why is this you know how do you overcome that and because it's kind of a mental state because you always choose to do something that's less pressing if you have this right. thing over your head till you have something that's even more like you know right yeah you'll come up with something and be like i need to write you know like i need to write my script today i really should clean my room 
You know, it's right. like something that can they can wait a couple of days. You know, it's like I got to do this now. Right. Uh, so, mm. speaking of that, we should wrap this up. Right. Yeah. So, <laughs> left third base. No. <laughs> um, third thank base. you all. So, yeah, I don't know. Thank Where you all you? so much for listening to another rambling episode of the Brian Trust. Uh, you can get this in all of our episodes on our website at briantrustpodcast.com. You can subscribe by RSS or Apple Podcasts or wherever fine podcasts are caught, et cetera, et cetera. Et cetera, uh, et cetera, et cetera. If you have the opportunity, wherever you're listening to us, to rate and review the show, please feel free to do that because ratings and reviews are how shows like ours get discovered by other people. Or if you like the show, spread the good word. Uh, if you don't, just tell everybody we're, you know, um, how did this get made? I don't know. I, I shouldn't <laughs> say that. That's a good show. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> If you like this, we're the amazing Jonathan. If you didn't, wear pen and teller. Good night. <laughs> um, but uh, if you do like us, let us know. You can actually contact us directly. Our email address is briantrustpodcast at gmail.com. That is Brian spelled correctly with an I. The original way. Uh, yes. You can also, well, that depends on your knowledge of the history of the English language. But <laughs> it's, uh, well, let's look anyway. It up. Um, you can also contact us. We have a Facebook fan page on Facebook. It's facebook.com slash the Brian trust. Mm. We're also on the Twitters. The show is at the Brian trust individually. We're on Twitter. I am at actor geek. I am at B Selkie. And that's going to do it for this episode of the Brian trust. So until next time. Georgia. 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 Do you have something on your mind? Ah. Hmm.